Speaking of cars, I was uh, doing one of my favorite things to do the other day, which is when I'm home working, I am, uh, you know, I like to keep on in the background the, this sounds kind of lame, but it's true. I, I like to keep on in the background the live coverage of what's going on at the New York City Council. Lo and behold, they're having a uh, a hearing, and I'm kind of listening with half an ear, looking up occasionally. And then all of a sudden, I hear a very familiar voice saying something that I feel like I've heard once or twice before, but you can't really hear enough. Trade education, shop class, provides valuable skills to students who can learn earn a terrific living. Most skilled trade graduates from either a high school program or a community college program. I teach community college at Bronx Community College. I teach in the automotive program. Graduates of our programs or high school programs can immediately get jobs, in many cases making more money than their parents, with no student debt in most cases. So I'm here to suggest that you need to seriously expand the CTE offerings in all high schools, and beyond that, go back to having basic shop classes in middle school. That is the voice of Mike Porcelli, master mechanic, automotive expert, Army veteran, and a proponent of trade education who's been on a one-man mission for the last few years, not probably far beyond that, but the last few years that I've known him, to expand a trade education in schools and outside of schools. And more and more people are getting the message. My friend um, Marty Bland, who gave me this Monroe College mug, where I've been an occasional guest lecturer, tells me that Monroe College is ramping up what they're doing in terms of uh, CTE, and um, that is really just the beginning of it. Mike Porcelli, kind enough to join us in studio. Hello, Mike. Good morning, Frank. It's good to see you. I'm lucky I'm I'm here. I'm here thanks to the skill, uh, skill of another skilled tradesman, my cab driver, well, what happened? You had an adventure coming Train, in? Trains weren't running. I finally caught a yellow cab. My cab driver is a big fan of yours. He listens every night and he loves your show. Wonderful. That's very nice. We love that. Well, hopefully he keeps it on for all his passengers. By the way, uh, we did get clarification. Jimmy Dean, the country singer, is the sausage guy, but he was not in Rebel Without a Cause. That was James Dean, who we believe is a different guy. So I knew, there you I knew that. Do I get the thousand? You do not. You do not. You maybe next time you can collaborate with um, with uh, Tom and Beacon, who did really well. All right, you had a very interesting column. You do a uh, widely read uh, weekly column tying in Juneteenth, which obviously deals with emancipation and slaves being informed of their you know newfound freedom with trade education. Now, these are two things that most people would think wouldn't be related. What's the connection between Juneteenth and emancipation and trade education? Well, the title of my column was Education Equals Emancipation. People, after the Civil War, the freed slaves, most of them remained on the farms and uh, were, you know, not educated. And they lived in poverty, you know, till many years later. The ones that were able to get educated were able to make a good living. So um, you've been talking about this for a while, that this emphasis that high schools and even other edu- academic and educational institutions have in 
college only and sort of downplaying the importance of things like shop class or trade schools has led uh, to a bad situation, not only educationally, but even economically. Are you getting the sense that more places are moving towards the direction that you've been advocating for? Not just downplaying trades, but disparaging trades. You know, when I, they tried to keep me out of shop class when I was in high school. They said I was too smart for shop class, and we don't want to put anybody smart into shop class. That's ridiculous. You have to be smart to work in a trade today. Uh, it, and we need, we need tradesmen. We're losing. We're being lost at a rapid rate. For every three of us that retire, only one replaces us. Uh, pretty soon we're going to run out. You know, do the math. One of my columns uh, about Mike Rowe was titled, you know, do the math, uh, bad math. Uh, Mike Rowe calls it bad math. More people are retiring than replacing us. And before long, we won't have anybody to fix the pipes, fix the cars, fix the planes, the trains. Everything will stop running. What is the reason that schools started downplaying um, and and just you know belittling trade education and things like shop class? If it was going so well and creating so many good-paying jobs, why would school administrators or teachers or anyone else, guidance counselors, why wouldn't they want to continue this pipeline of creating skilled tradesmen? There was a feeling after World War II, my parents' generation, that everybody should go to college. The GI Bill sent a lot of people, a lot of veterans to college, and they thought that that was a superior education. It was superior education, but it wasn't more valuable than a trade education. My, my parents expected me to go. I always expected to go to college. When my school told my parents, well, if he takes shop class, he won't go to college. I said, I'm taking shop class and I'm going to college. I might have been the first, but there's probably been many more since since me. So clearly there's a numbers problem. Uh, too many tradesmen are retiring and, and or not able to continue with their careers because of their age, and not enough folks are there to replace them. You've been sounding the alarm on that for a while. So what's happening now? You've indicated you've heard some positive things from people like the uh, school's chancellor in places like New York City, whether it's in New York or around the country are we seeing a sort of a, a, a back-to-basics situation with a new emphasis on trade education? Yes, there is a renewal coming. Uh, a lot of people I talk to, older, older people, they remember fondly days in middle school when everybody had shop class. There was woodworking shop, metal shop, home economics. There was right. ceramics. Right, exactly. People, kids learn to work with their hands, experiment with different fields, and see what they like to do. I had a discussion the other day with an artist. I said, when you got into art school, you experiment with every medium until you find the one you like. Well, it's sort of the same thing. Get exposed, expose kids to all the different trade skills and let them pick what they like, if they like a trade skill. You know, some people are just uh, made to uh, be academically inclined. You know, I happen to be both academic and, and trade skilled. Absolutely. The people just tuning in, we're just talking with uh, Mike Porcelli, a master mechanic, automotive expert, and a prominent proponent, a columnist, and a uh, proponent of uh, trade education. So what, um, what is the next steps that you'd like to see society take, whether we're talking about policymakers, whether we're talking about principals and assistant principals, whether we're talking about parents or individuals, where do we go from here? I started this project. My, my current mission started a year ago when I wrote a column on the 4th of July called The Next American Revolution, The Trade Education Revolution. So I suggest that 
I invite everybody to join our army in the education revolution and demand that schools provide trade education. Mm. Now it's called CTE, career and technical education. When I was in school, it was called vocational education. And so they gave it a fancier title, but then they started cutting the programs. A good example, in Brooklyn, we have a school called Brooklyn Automotive. Sure. Most of my uncles went to that school. It was an excellent school for learning automotive repair. Most of the automotive program has been cut there, and they brought in all kinds of other CTE programs. I have nothing against those other programs. I want a program available for every student who wants that particular program. Does the automotive aspect of things, has that changed a bit with the um, migration to vehicles that are more computerized and uh, things that seem less, I don't know, based upon an engine and more based on computer chips. Has that changed at all? The industry is getting more. Every industry is getting more and more technical. Everything is controlled by computers. This whole studio is controlled by computers. Cars are controlled by computers. You have to be a real computer technician to fix any kind of machine today. So where, where do you what, what do you want people to take away from this? Let's say everybody agrees with what you're saying, and I, I haven't really heard anybody disagree. Kind of what do they do with that information? Everybody I talk to agrees. We need more shop classes. Right. So get involved. Join school boards. Go to school board <laughs> meetings. Demand that schools bring back trade education. You know, I was thinking of you actually this week in looking at the coverage of this uh, submersible because you had, before obviously this tragedy happened, you had the CEO of this company, OceanGate, bragging about how this this vessel was sort of just thrown together and you could just uh, pilot it with one button. And that would actually make me kind of nervous if the person who whose vessel this is is bragging about how little skill you need to operate it. We, we have... Talking about that tragedy, it's, it's really sad that the people lost their lives, but we have an expression in my field. Engineers design things that break, mechanics make them work. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, Mike, where can people check out your column if they want to read it? I'm in all the BQE uh, newspapers, the Queen's Ledger, uh, Brooklyn Star, uh, Forest Hills, Glendale Register. There's eight different titles. And it's also online. Uh, if you Google... Porcelli Trade Education, you'll find it. Uh, we're coming up on summer break for a lot of schools. A lot of schools have already started with their summer break. One of the things that parents are always concerned about, not always, but a lot of parents I talk to are concerned about is uh, brain drain. The Their, their children kind of getting rusty wh- over the summer because they're not going to math class regularly and not going to all their academic courses regularly. If folks want their uh, child, whether you know they're 13 years old or 17 years old, to be able to use the next eight to ten weeks productively towards some sort of a trade or vocational training, is there a way for them to do that over the summer, during summer break? Go online. Go to YouTube. There's millions of YouTube videos on all different trades. You know, kids can watch that. And one one last bit of advice for parents. Don't be afraid to let your kid, you know, uh, study a trade. I ended my testimony at the city council by saying... Most CTE graduates can earn more money out of school than most law school graduates. Uh, that, that is for sure, with less debt. And no debt. I, um, I saw some interesting numbers last night as I was preparing for the show. And apparently, America is older than it's ever been. The median age 
of Americans reached an all-time high of 38.9 years old last year, according to data released from the Census Bureau. This looks like, these figures look like half of Americans were younger than 38.9 last year, while half were older. That median age is up 0.2 years from just a year ago. And it's up significantly from 1980, when the median age was just 30. Does the fact that the country is older now, does that um, help, hurt, or neither help nor hurt your mission in terms of promoting CTE? It's even worse in the skilled trades. The average age in the trades is over 56, I believe. Interesting, interesting. Mike Borcelli, it is always nice to have you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Frank. Keep and, keep promoting trade education. Absolutely. 800-848-9222. We'll do 15 seconds of fame straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.